Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you're listening to the Sports Preview Show here on the podcast. It's episode 234 of the show. Now today we are going to be talking about plenty of action happening this weekend, starting with the senior hurling final between Carrick Hurling and Clooney Nimoch, effectively north versus south in the county. We'll be talking to Michal Dolan, the hurling officer of Glencar Manor Hamilton ahead of that particular fixture tomorrow afternoon in Park Sean McDiarmid in Carrick and Shannon. Manor Hamilton not only in action in the hurling this weekend, they also have the Connacht Ladies Intermediate Club Championship to look forward to on Sunday afternoon in Drumshambo at 2pm and they'll take on Kilmore v Shamrocks, the Mayo Intermediate Champions in that particular clash. Best luck to Glencar Manor in that particular game too. In terms of soccer, some National League representation. We're recording this very late in the week. It's late on Friday evening. Sligo Rovers just beaten 4-0 by Shamrock Rovers in a very disappointing performance. And Niall Mohan played 90 minutes for the Sligo Rovers, but he won't be happy with how his team have performed in that particular game. They did have a good win during the week. A 2-0 victory over Derry City to put them into fourth place in the league. But with the remaining games they have in their last three games of the season, it's not auguring quite so well for Sligo Rovers in the last couple of games. But we'll be talking to Niall next week on the programme about the last few weeks, including that red card, some of the wins, some of the lows as well over the last few weeks. Derville Byrne in action, Piedmont United, her side, they face Shelburne for the second time in a week tomorrow in the FAI Cup quarter final. The first game of that particular competition for the girls, limited, of course, to just the National League teams this year, given the coronavirus situation. Uh, that game kicks off in Piedmont United at 6.30 on Saturday evening, tomorrow evening. And finally, the, the last major soccer game of the weekend, at uh, National League level, is in the first division of the SSE Airtricity League. Longford host Galway in that particular clash at their normal kickoff time of 7.30. Longford looking to keep the pressure up on the top two in that division. Draw had a beaten tonight, but Longford will be looking to uh, close that gap and put some pressure on the league leaders, Bray Wanderers, top of the table after tonight's games. In rugby, two games of interest in the National League competitions. Of course, the AIL doesn't start till January, but we do have double representation from the county in the Energy Community Series, both in Connacht and in Leinster. Jack Gilheny, of course, well known to anyone following Gaelic games in the county, he will be part of that old Belvedere squad that travel the short distance across D4 to UCD tomorrow. Uh, there's a free stream of that game on the Old Belvedere Facebook page. Check out the details there. He is named at centre, inside centre at that particular game. While Matthew Early named at hooker for Sligo in their second game of the competition. They'll be looking to continue their winning ways. They play Galwegians in Hamilton Park in Strand Hill tomorrow at 230 in the afternoon that game also a free stream for anybody who wants to watch those games uh, check out the respective facebook pages old belvedere in the case of jack gilheny and sligo uh, for matthew early check out sligo rugby club for their live stream details as well both games kicking off at 2 30 in, in local ga fixtures some big games there too and uh, of course the hurling final we've already mentioned that will be the biggest profile game of the weekend but there are some other 
significant games as well. In the under-15 competition, two finals down for decision at 11am in Parkshaw, McDermott and McDermott Gales and St Mary's Kiltard will do battle in the Division 1 final, while the Division 2A final takes place in Mull at 1.30 in the afternoon. Rin Gales versus St Joseph's in what should be a very good game for both of those teams. The best luck to all four teams competing in that under-15 grade finals tomorrow. I uh, hope all goes well for you. At 5pm, two games, one in Junior C Football Championship. The final of that competition takes place between Leitrim Gales and Nave Porrick Drumahair, or St Patrick's Drumahair, that game in Drumshambo at 5pm. Well, at the same time in Junior B, 5pm throw in in Manor Hamilton, Alan Gales and Melvin Gales do battle for a place in the decider of that competition. Of course, they will face the winners of the second semi final, which takes place at 1 o'clock on Sunday in the Vistamed Junior B Football Championship, and it's from Kieran and Mohol. They will face off against each other in that final, but they have to get there first. So that game, 1 o'clock in Leitrim Village tomorrow afternoon, while in the Junior A Football Championship, two semi-finals down for decision there. Ahavas and Glenfarren will meet in Park Shaw McDermott. That's a throw-in at 1pm, while at 5pm in the same venue, Avancard, Park Shaw McDermott, Clune, and the only remaining non-first team in the competition, Glencart, Manor Hamilton, will do battle. So some cracking games and it's going to be interesting to see how they fare out in that particular competition a very high standard in the junior championship this season so there is of course also some soccer action locally and uh, fixtures spread out over the weekend tomorrow evening saturday at 7 30 ballister united and our harps meet in the sligo southern hotel super league while remaining fixtures in that grade of the competition the highlight from a Leitrim point of view is on Sunday morning at 11am Manor Rangers travel to Real Tubber to play against the local side there Ballymode Celtic and Carberry do battle while Cliffney Celtic travel to MCR and Ahana Celtic host Cartran out in Balnafad so uh, the best of luck to Manor Rangers as they travel to Real Tubber two Leitrim teams of course as always in action in the Premier League of the Sligo Leitrim District League and Drumhair travel to Colry Bowes a relatively short distance just across the Sligo border while Carrick Town uh, head down towards the town of Sligo for their clash with Glenview Stars Kulani United versus St John's Ballygally Celtic versus Gurchin Celtic and Chaffpool United versus Kilglass and Escrone United complete that Premier League lineup for Sunday morning. And the final game of the weekend is in the afternoon on Sunday. And that's Strand Celtic versus Merville in that Super League competition. In local rugby, two games of interest for local sides and Sligo seconds are in action against Castlebar in the Cawley Cup. While in the south of the county, Carrick will face the trip over to Ballina to play their second side in the Curly Cup so far. It's been a, a disappointing start to the season for both teams and they'll be looking to pick up points on Sunday afternoon. Those games both kicking off at 2.30 in the afternoon. Now on to the meat of the day and we have two interviews for today's show. One is with, as we mentioned, Michal Dolan, the hurling officer in Glencar Manor Hamilton. Of course, in hurling, they play under the banner of Clooney Amont or the Gaelic or the Irish for Manor Hamilton Hurling. So here's Michal Dolan and what we had a chat about during the week. Now for something a little bit different and we're taking a look at, for the first time this year because it's obviously it's been a, a strange kind of year at the world of hurling. And I'm joined by the hurling officer in Clooney Amont, which is the the club in Manor Hamilton is part of Glencar Manor, but it's definitely under that Clooney and Mons brand. Michal Dolan, you're welcome to the programme. 
Thank you very much, Bradley. So first of all, let's narrow down what exactly you are in, in the hurling club in Manor Hamilton. You're a player, but you're also a kind of selector, kind of dog's body. Everything to do with hurling is your responsibility. Yeah, fill water bottles, motivate players, may try and make sure they're at training, um, promoting of hurling or all things GA. That's kind of my role. How hard is it to get them to training in the current climate? Or is it, has it been easier because more people are around? Well, when the, during the lockdown, most of our communication was via WhatsApp and myself and a few lads threw in a few um, challenges to get lads keeping the stick in their hand. And I know the Carrick lads were doing the same uh, for the county. So we said to try and keep the club going. But as soon as the lockdown was over, we had our first couple of training sessions in Strand Hill and we had massive numbers. I think everybody was just so eager and relieved to get back after the lockdown. And we trained on the beach there for a couple of Saturdays and it was, it was, it was, everybody was buzzing to be back. But um, everything was grand. We've been back training and we've um, struggled for numbers this year. We've had a lot of emigrating lads who've gone overseas. A few lads in England, but just hadn't, haven't had the opportunity to come home due to the restrictions. In terms of the game, obviously last year I was at the hurling final and you ran Carrick fairly close. Extra time it took to separate you, although they were fairly comfortable in the end. In terms of this year's final, what's the expectation going to? Again, we'll matter how I say the Carrick will know any time Manor Hamilton turn up to a county final. We're not there just to make up numbers. We're we're definitely there to challenge them. They are a formidable force and they've kind of paved the way to show that you know hurling is on the map and Leitrim what they did a few years ago to win Connacht and get to the All-Ireland semi-final was that's our goal as well we believe there's nothing really between us and Carrick on paper maybe but we always kind of have a good heart about us and a good core number of lads who love hurling and we've had a good few lads who are on the county this year we definitely feel we left it behind us last year we should have done done the job in uh, in full in, during normal time extra time yeah Carrick's fitness did show through we left it behind, but I think this year we've lads motivated and fingers crossed a little bit of lady luck. We get the scores when, when needed. A couple of your lads obviously involved with the footballers as well, one or two lads. Um, will the semi-final defeat to, to Carrick kind of be rife in their mind? and look a bit, or, or is it totally separate? No, definitely not. Lads know each other so well in the small county. Everybody plays plays football and hurling. Um and definitely that'll be a motivating factor for a couple of our lads, James Rooney, Peter Ponyard, Gavin O'Hagan, Fergal Rooney, all play hurling. I'd say if you went back into that um, Glencar Manor team that played Carrick, most of them have played underage hurling, if not senior hurling. But it's, today's demands, it's very hard to play everything. So, In terms of the quality of hurling in the county at the moment, of course, um, I suppose 15, 20 years ago, you would have had a Gwartletra side, you would have had a Sean Heston side. They no longer compete at senior level, at least. It's really become a kind of a north and south in the, in the shape of the two clubs. As I know last year, Carl McCran from Gwartletra was the was the uh, captain for Carrick. And so in terms of that rivalry, is it? it's not really Carrick versus Manor Hamilton, it's more North Leitrim versus South Leitrim. Does that come into it at all? Oh, definitely. Um, it's a, it's just a terrible shame that Ballon Amore, Sean Heslins can't field and, and Gert Letter the same. They were both fine sides and anytime there's there's never really anything between any of the four clubs from what I can remember. Um, Manor Hamilton and Carrick did knuckle down and 
um, looked outside the box regarding training and motivating players and getting outside help in to, to prepare teams and it was just a shame that the fella fell away for one reason or another who knows but um, it would be ideally I'd like to see 8 clubs or 10 clubs in Leitrim but that's just not the case it's a football dominated dominated county but who knows it might be different in, in, in the future but um, yeah Carrick have been lucky to get the stronger players of of both clubs and uh, that probably motivates us more we were generally all Manor Hamilton there's one or two lads who play football for Drumahair which has always been the, the case down through the years but it definitely motivates us more to think that we're kind of taking on this giant club and uh, like fair play to Carrick they're able to keep everybody happy and keep, keep everybody getting them game time but it definitely motivate us in this final in terms of underage now you're going to have to educate me because to my shame I don't know much about underage hurling in the in the county is there just the two clubs underage as well or is there any hurling anywhere else in the county um, there may be in Gertletra and Ballinamore underage um, the, the, the old stalwarts of Paddy O'Connor and um, Michael Dorrigan and Gertletra definitely do a little bit with the with uh, underage um, I do know that Carrick are in, involved in Roscommon leagues and uh, ourselves Manor Hamilton we were always involved in Sligo leagues just because geographically it just suits us better um, but from my knowledge competitively Manor Hamilton have teams up to under 14 under 15 and um, we're hopefully to see the fruits of those teams come through in a few years fellas like myself are still hanging on to play and uh, the sooner those young lads come through to replace the older lads, the better. What steps could be taken by officialdom? I'm not going to throw, I pick one or two people, but in terms of the county board, the hurling board, what do you feel would be two or three maybe positive steps towards getting to a situation where we get closer to that eight or ten or twelve teams taking part? I definitely think um, when you look to our neighbours in uh, Sligo, like they have six senior clubs. Uh, playing competitively um, they have up to 10 underage teams playing now um, whatever incentive they've brought I definitely think Leitrim should definitely follow to encourage more clubs to come on board and, and promote hurling um, I definitely think like in, if Dublin can have dual players all the way up and if both football and hurling um, teams have players who can play both codes I can't see why Leitrim can't do that as well Obviously, there, have to, there will have to be some sort of an incentive to try and get clubs on board. Um, I know that we have uh, Dara Cox as the Leitrim Sligo Development Officer now and coach. So I know he's got good ideas and Aidan Fogarty, a Kilkenny man, has great ideas to promote hurling better in, in, in the weaker counties. But if we could possibly maybe copy the way Sligo are going, what it's become very popular and... Um, you know, I can't see why we can't do that as well. Let's turn our attention to Saturday's game because it is really the only game of hurling that's played at adult level in the county that's just for Leitrim teams. I know you play in the Sligo Leagues and um, Carrick playing in the Roscommon Leagues and other competitions, but it, it's it's the bragging rights. It's what you, you aim the whole season around. How hard is it to get a team up for that? It's not hard at all. I'd say the Carrick lads have the same motivation Um we you know we we play in different leagues throughout the year, all right, and uh, we would meet Carrick along the way, and uh, we'd always try and motivate ourselves like we have to beat Carrick because that'll be on their mind come the championship day, or Carrick will probably be say the same about beating us, but uh, yeah, it's look at that it's the Leitrim Observer publicised it so well, it be on the 
GA live on Facebook and on the various means. And uh, the main thing is, oh, this this rivalry between Carrie Curlin and, and Clooney Namanch, it be ferocious. But at the end of the day, we know each other so well. We're friends off the pitch, but on the pitch, you wouldn't think so. But um, it will be every year. It's been it's been tight for the last number of years, and I'm hoping that'll be tight on Saturday as well. To the uninitiated people who might never have been to a hurling game, and there's plenty of them in the county. Who are the players that Manahunton and Clooney Namanch will be? Uh, looking towards to, to really lift them across the line on Saturday afternoon? Um, I suppose we had... Uh, I, I I introduced Hurling in, in primary school when I started in, in St. Clair's in Manor Hamilton and those those lads have come through now and they've become fine hurlers. You're There's, aging yourself now. <laughs> I am. <laughs> uh, Carl McDermott and his brother Aaron McDermott are just are fantastic. They're, they're the spine of our team now. And they're both doing going really well with the county. Gavin O'Hagan, I believe, is the county free taker also at the club. Um, he was fantastic in Crow Park when Leitrim won. Um, with Nile McLaughlin, always a steady man on the ball. The Clerken brothers, fantastic, fantastic players. Declan Ryan, another man who should have the engine of the team. And then, of course, we have our dual stars, James Rooney, Fergal Rooney and uh, Peter Ponyard. So plenty of names. Anyone on the carry, uh, side that should be kind of maybe given a little bit of extra attention to? I there are too. There are too many. Refney, too many. I'd say one to fifteen. We'll have to give extra attention to. But you can't diplomat. <laughs> you can't underestimate James Glancy. He's been around. He's not as old as I am now, but I've played with him down through the years at at, at county level. He still popped up to take the the victory for Leitrim and Crow Park he's just a fantastic warrior he's over your shoulder I know well. he is I spotted him uh, he, hopefully he'll be, he won't be over my shoulder come Saturday but uh, yeah look Carrick has so much and have so, such young talent coming through as well well listen the very best of luck to you on Saturday afternoon I know it hasn't been that long since you've won a, a county title I think a couple of years since your last one uh, nearly did it last year it'll be interesting to see how you get on on Saturday so the very best of luck to you, Thank you. in the county final on Saturday afternoon in Park Show McDermott Thank you very much Now, Junior C football might not be top of most people's agenda, but this weekend there's one man who has it very firmly at the centre of his world, and that is the Leitrim Gales captain, Brian Tracy, ahead of their clash with Drummer Hare in Shane McGettigan Park in Drumshambo tomorrow evening. Brian joins me now. Brian, welcome back to the programme. Thanks very much, Brian. It's been a while since we had you. We spoke to you ahead of last year's intermediate final as part of the, the Leitrim Gales squad. And now you're captain of that second team in the club. You have a big game against Drummer Hare. Junior C football seems to be what it's about for for both of those clubs this weekend. Yeah, well, I suppose, Brefney, it's it's uh, look, it's Junior C football. It, it is what it is, I suppose. But it's very important for our club, I feel, anyway, for the development both of, I suppose, the club as a whole. You know, mainly the young players is what we have a very young team. And a lot of the, the core of the team will be pushing for first team places. And it's keeping those lads interested and keeping them developing. And it's been a good year for us so far now, and you know, both at senior and junior, we had a, a good year with the seniors. And it'd be nice to sort of finish it off with a, a trophy at the end of it now. But tomorrow will be a, a tough game. Drummer here will be no soft opposition, and we're fully aware of that. And we're running towards. We know we'll have a battle on our hands. Yeah, I suppose at senior level, it's it's much easier to kind of know what to expect because the teams don't vary that much from year to year, but. Junior competitions, 
it could be a brand new team you're facing up against. How much about, do you know about Drummer here this weekend? I suppose you're spot on, Breffney, there. It's very much, it's very hard to get a read on any junior team. I suppose any of the junior leagues is very hard because depending on circumstances, certain players can be available at, at different times of the year. So I suppose I haven't done an awful lot of homework on Drummer here, or we wouldn't as a team have done an awful lot of homework. It can be Sometimes I suppose there's pros and cons to reading into your opposition. Sometimes it's better just to go out and focus on your own game. So we've done a little bit of homework and watched the results they got against other teams and teams that we may have been familiar with. But I suppose for us tomorrow and for our team is to go out and try and give it our best and hopefully at the end of it all come out with the right result. I suppose when you look at the, the results, they beat Ahavas in the semi-final who had actually beaten you earlier in the competition. Is that a concern or a worry going into the well, final? Well, I suppose it would have been. We would have felt that our first outing against Ahavas, where they deserved their victory, we would have felt that we probably didn't do ourselves justice that day, that we probably let ourselves down slightly with our performance. And we were very disappointed after that. And thankfully, we managed to rally together and get a string of results going that have managed to get us through this final. That has been looked at, I suppose, Drummer here did. We're convincing enough winners from what I hear against Ahavas. But I suppose we kind of everything changes on a final, that old saying that anything can happen on any given Sunday, Saturday as it is tomorrow. But um, I suppose it's up to us, as I said, to go out and give it our best and hopefully at the end of it all come out on top. Of course, the game being played in Drumshambo, Shane McGettigan Park. I, I believe you're fairly familiar with that venue yourself, Brian. You spent yeah. a bit of a while with Alan Gills. I would have played in the earlier days, I suppose I would have um, played up until... I was 21 or 22 with Alan Gales and I have lots of fond memories of the of Shane McGettigan Park and uh, I suppose I'm familiar enough with the area and I've had some good days down there so hopefully I'll get another one tomorrow. You better explain that to listeners because obviously we, we know each other from being around the same town but uh, explain to people why that happened. I suppose and- when yeah when, when Leitrim Gales was first formed and numbers was sort of tight at the start and back in the early days underage the, the numbers just weren't around the village and unfortunately a number of us had to sort of separate out into some of the bigger clubs and uh, both myself and my brother Eunan, um played with Alan Gales and very thankful to Alan Gales for the many good years we had with them. And we played right up until I think both of us played senior championship for a couple of years for Alan Gales and enjoyed my time thoroughly there. But I suppose it's good to be back with the home club, which is great to see Leitrim Gales now competing. And I think I might have said this in my last interview, which is sort of, it's great to see the underage structure and how it's developed since, you know, relatively short, period you know 97 isn't that long ago and to see us now competing at under 15 and under 17 and under 13 and down in the lower ages at top level throughout the county it's it's great to see and it's you know a bright future ahead for the club I think yeah no and I know we, we spoke to Eudin earlier in the in the in the year just before the season started and he he spoke about that very first underage game for Leitrim Gales you were part of that team as well uh, almost yeah. almost 20 something years ago now we won't age you but it's not yeah, wasn't, no, wasn't I, there I yesterday. can feel it in my legs Brett, don't. <laughs> well listen in terms of the game what can people expect obviously if they, if they come along there might be an option to go get tickets because they're probably not expecting to sell out the full uh, the mm-hmm. full allocation mm-hmm. so well the, I suppose the one thing I will say is, is junior football and I what I have myself experienced this year with all the young lads that are available and you know people aren't you know, there's no young lads away travelling or abroad. There is a fairly high standard across the board. And I was pleasantly surprised myself, both within our own club and the opposition that we were facing. The standard of football that's been played was quite good. And look at tomorrow, neither club, Leitrim Gales nor Drummer here, has nothing to lose. You know, from our own point of view, Leitrim Gales, the seniors had a relatively successful year. Obviously, we'd like to be continuing on to the semi-finals and finals with the seniors in the years to come. But, you know, as a whole, it wasn't a bad year, given all the circumstances that we had to deal with. So I think, from our point of view, we're going to go out and enjoy tomorrow and give it our everything and hope, hopefully come out with a, a win at the end of it all. 
Okay, well, listen, I'll let you go because I know you've got training this evening. So uh, enjoy their last training session of the year, win, lose, or draw tomorrow. And mm-hmm. uh, the very best luck to you and to uh, everybody involved in that Junior C final. Thank you very much, Brefney. Thanks for your time. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. I'll be back on Monday with a roundup of all of the sporting action of the weekend. Don't forget to keep an eye out on our social media channels for all of our interviews, particularly YouTube and Twitter, for all of our interviews with all of the people taking part in these fixtures over the next couple of days. Uh, We are pretty excited about something new that's happening on the show here over the next 24 hours. We're going to be launching the book club at Leitrim Daily and it is an opportunity for everyone who's missed out on those social engagements to uh, to get out and start reading a bit and to engage with that book. We have a panel of guests joining us on the show in the morning. The host for our book club will be our very own Mary Blake and she'll be joined by three very, very qualified panellists for the monthly show which starts tomorrow morning. She'll be joined by Kevin McManus from Carrie Gallon, who is a published writer and a teacher in the vocational school in Drumshambo. Retired librarian Hilda King will join the pair of them and they'll be completed the trio of guests who will be joining us every single month with Orla Kelly from the reading room in Carrick and Shannon. So three people who know their way around a book or two. I think you're going to really, really love this new idea that has come to life over the last couple of weeks. And I'm delighted to say we're bringing it to you tomorrow. Uh, Thank you to everybody involved. And we want as many people as possible joining in, reading along with the book. You can find out on tomorrow's episode what that book will be for the month of October. And then in the first week of November, everyone will give their opinion on it, including you. We'd love to hear from you. Get in touch, info at leitrimdaily.com or hit us up on any of our social media accounts at Leitrim Daily across the board. I'll be back on Monday. We will talk to you then.